How are we supposed to do anything when we forget everything? It boggles one's mind. I am boggled. Do you guys want to do some unboggling? Let's unboggle. are listening to ADHD Big Brother, the podcast for adults struggling with their ADHD and comorbid depression symptoms. Yeah. I'm your host, Russ Jones, author of Descending to the Top, believer that you can actually have a smile in your life despite this diagnosis. So let's make some sense out of this struggle. Let's learn some stuff. Let's laugh at some stuff. Ladies and gentlemen, here's some stuff. Hey, what's up? It's podcast time. Thanks for having me over. Uh, let's do a couple of shout outs really quick. David. David, hey, you did you do the thing that you said you were going to do? This is now your perpetual reminder. You can play this episode every single day. David, did you do the thing? Actually, you know what? This is actually for everybody. At the end of the day, ask yourself, hey, did I do the one thing I said I was going to do? And if it's yes, you just give yourself a high five, a cookie, whatever the reward is. And then if you didn't, ask yourself why. No negative answers allowed, just from a purely objective place. Why didn't you? No time, no energy, not in the mood, not up for it. And then you follow that up tomorrow with, okay, what can I do tomorrow to make sure that I do that one thing? And just pick one thing. It's for ADHD practice on doing a thing. And then I also want to shout out to Maggie, who wrote this beautiful, wonderful note. It made me feel like, okay, I'm I'm in the right place. I'm doing the right thing. I'm affirmed. Maggie, thank you. I really do appreciate it. That note was a huge deal to me. Now, ADHD. One of the most common comorbidities found in 99.99% of all cases of ADHD, it's Oaskana syndrome, and it is debilitating. What is Oaskana? Where is it? What is it? Oh, I'm glad you asked. There are neurotransmittal particles in the lower quadrant of the cerebellum, um, or <laughs> sorry, excuse me, the cerebral cortex. Uh, <laughs> I get those two mixed up all the time. Oh my God. Well, when a person, a human being like yourself, when they have intentions to do a thing at a given time, they're going to do a given thing, then in a future time, they realize they forgot about it. That inflames the oaskana. And it's named oaskana because of the phrase that it causes us to say. Oaskana is a shortened form of the phrase, oh, I was gonna. And when uttered, it's statistically, it's 97.8% of the time, it's followed by an expletive. For instance, you might be watching a television show, and at the end of the day, there's a scene where the main actor is looking at a utility bill. And this, oh, this inflames your oaskana as you realize now you're actually going to have a late fee. And you think, oh, I was going to pay my bills today. Fuck. Or perhaps you're rushing around the house and you were doing chores. You were actually cleaning, doing something that you don't normally do. You're not going to interrupt that. And then in your cleaning, you come across your exercise clothes and that always kind of flares up and you say, oh, I was going to work out this morning. Shit. Do you guys need another one? Because I can do these all day. These are fun for me. <laughs> okay, you were focused on all kinds of supposedly urgent matters all weekend. And you you look out the window and the beautiful clear day, it's beginning to turn night. And the Oaskana starts aching. And you think, oh, I was going to hike today. Damn it. Well, everybody has an Oaskana in their brain, according to my completely made up fictional fun brain metaphor thing. Don't Google this. 
I'd say that it's about the size of a tiny little booger. But people with ADHD who've exercised the hell out of their oascana, it's the size of a walnut. And when it activates, when it flares up, it spits out all kinds of negative emotions, self-loathing types of feelings, feelings like I'm never going to get my shit together, hopeless feelings. So that's what we're here today for. We're going to shrink our oasganas back to booger size the way they were intended. So how do we treat Oaskana syndrome? Yeah, it's a syndrome. I made, I completely made up a medical condition that seems like an ailment, seems like something worth diagnosing and treating. So I'm gonna. So welcome to my clinic. Please step in. Your copay will be linked in the show notes. And by the way, this clinic is for entertainment and educational purposes only. And just don't take any of my advice if it goes counter to the advice that you'd be given by your medical professional you trust, not the medical professional you don't trust who's like, oh, I don't need, I need a new doctor. This guy doesn't make any sense. All right. You guys want to treat this holistically? And that doesn't mean I'm not talking about potions that I'm going to have you concoct with berries and twigs and essential oils. Actually, I am. Get some two strawberries, get some sage and some tea tree oil. Now I'm going to have you light five candles. This is going to work, I swear. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, what, let's start with the facts. Okay, adults with ADHD, we've got awful working memory. It is what it is. Fine, whatever. That's We don't store short-term stuff in our brains. And this is why we struggle with long-term goals. That stuff doesn't live in our heads long enough to achieve. Show of hands, anybody not currently saving for retirement? Mm-hmm. Show of hands, anybody? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, show of hands, anybody not working on their long-term exercise goals? Show of hands. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. All right. We operate quite heavily from moment to moment, and we also have highly active thoughts, and so those thoughts will carry us into new moments, into new urgent moments, and that, I think, kind of looks like we're following our whims. We are carried off on the breeze of our whims, whereas a normie can maybe have their feet on the ground, they can feel the breeze of their whims, but then they can choose whether to keep their feet planted, keep moving forward, they can decide whether or not to follow those whims. We struggle monumentally with that. It doesn't come naturally. We get swept up in the hurricane winds of our whims. We operate from a place of what is good right now and what is causing tension right now. And what is causing tension, that gets avoided. Because it's bad, tension sucks. That's totally natural. We can't will tension away. And from a survival standpoint, like think about if we were an animal and we felt tension, we would avoid it. Dogs don't think, oh, I don't like how this feels, but I'm going to do it anyway because in three years I'll thank myself. Long-term goals, that is such a human being only thing. And between you and me, human beings are fucking weird. And did I just refer to adults with ADHD as dogs? I think I kind of did. I don't know. My metaphors, they get crazy sometimes. But you know, what's wrong with a dog? Okay, dogs are lovable. I wish I had someone to scratch the back of my ears. Note to self, put that on my dating profile. But long-term goals, gosh, this is what needs to happen. And I just know that I know that you already know most of this stuff, especially if you are late in life, diagnosed or not. We all know this stuff. So I'm going to remind you, but then we need to talk about how to do the thing that you know so we can shut down that Oaskana. Okay, number one, plan your day in advance. Oh, God. Okay, this could be a freaking blog post. Here's five tips, guys. Five tips to get your shit together. I can hear myself talking, but this is important. Okay, it's good. So um, if you planned it, planning in advance, if you planned it, you already decided that it was what you wanted to do. You said to yourself, I have the time and I want to do this. And this is the scheduled time that I've allotted for it. And you can curse yourself out the next day. Like, oh, me from the past, you bastard. 8.30 a.m. workout. Come on. But you planned it. You thought, hey, this is a good time to do this thing that I know is good for me. So I planned it. We must plan. 
And number two is we have to eliminate every excuse that we can think of. And this will be a process. This occurs over time. 8.30 a.m. will come and you will realize that your water bottle is dirty and you need the water bottle in order to work out. So the workout's not going to work out. So you make a note of it in your one journal that you use because you listen to the ADHD Big Brother podcast and you know that one notebook to rule them all is the way to go with ADHD. It is our way. It is the way. And so that night you make sure that the water bottle is clean and it's ready to go. But then tomorrow you don't have the right exercise clothes laid out. Damn it. So you basically, you're working to get to a point where you have no excuse. Each time you have one, you make a note of it, you make it a part of preparing. A normie might tell you that you got to suck it up, man. You got to quit making excuses. Do the work. It's never going to feel right. And that's what separates the men from the boys. All right. The suck it up factor. You got to up suck, son. And while that's, you know, true, uh, it may never feel good to do certain things like doing the dishes. <sighs> this is also a process of learning how to work with your ADHD. This for you and for me, it's about managing life with ADHD. So you'll be getting experience in putting in that additional side effort needed to move forward for yourself and forgiving yourself and being cool with yourself. It's a process. It's one that I highly recommend that you accept rather than trying to suck it up like a normie. Try being cool with yourself, what's working, what's not working. Be self-aware enough to be open to these insights as opposed to, you know, like I didn't work out today because I'm a big, fat, dumperifical loser and I quit. Now somebody order me pizza and I don't want Diet Coke. Get me the fucking regular kind. We're looking for what needs to be done so that you can move forward. And that is so much easier and gentler on the palate than just do it. But how do you remember here we are at the Oeskana syndrome. How the fudge do I remember that I had a goal of working out? How do I remember that I'm saving for retirement or that I'm meditating every day? How do I remember that that was my goal? I don't even remember what I had for lunch yesterday. Like if you ask me on Wednesday what I did over the weekend, I'm going blank. I'm actually going to start getting curious. Like, what did I do this weekend? Was I unconscious the whole time? What? So how am I going to remember that I have these goals that really don't mean anything in the moment? There's nothing urgent about them, nothing exciting about them. The answer is that I have to have them in front of my face. I have to externalize them, make them visual and seen multiple times a day. Not because I'm a big dumb idiot, but because my brain requires it. No biggie. I need reminders. And there's a difference and a distinction that I need to make here that's really important. This externalizing and reminding of our goals, there's a fine line between reminding and seeing and nagging. Nagging is negative. It's a constant reminder of what we aren't doing. Reminding and seeing this externalizing is our constant reminder of the direction that we're going. It's like having a map navigation thing in the car. It's just a reminder like, oh, that's right. We're going to the science center. That's going to be fun when we get there. And hey, hey, look, I've been driving north this whole time and I'm supposed to be going south. Okay, recalculating. And now we have the current route to get there and we just, we keep seeing the map. We keep checking in with it. Oh, that's right. That's what I'm doing. Okay, here we are. We don't see that we aren't at the science center and then think, I'm never going to get there. There's too many stop signs. I went right and I should have gone left. Oh, this is a disaster. It's over. I'm calling it. So let's do it this way. Think of it as a visual reminder meant to inspire, not to chastise. And it has to be something that juices you up. Like I have a picture of the body type that I aspire to. A couple of different photos. And I just cropped the, <laughs> I just cropped the head out uh, because 
for me, I wanted to project myself onto that. And I can't do that when I see Trevin's face, you know? And yeah, I, that's probably his name. His name is probably Trevin. Probably a good guy. I would probably spend more time imagining who is Trevin and how did he come to the, get to this photo op where they're lighting his pecs and his biceps and God, good for Trevin, you know, good for Trevin. But see, now it's all about Trevin and it's, I need it to be about me. So when it's under the magnet on my whiteboard, I have to make it very me centric. Uh, so maybe I, maybe, maybe I should cut out my phone, a picture of my face and put it on Trevin's body. Oh, God, no, don't, nope, side project, don't do it. Anyway, let's just make that an assignment to have this week. How are you guys going to externalize one of your big long-term goals? And just one, don't get all perfection, everything, going to super burnout mode. One thing, one goal. How are you going to remind yourself daily? What's your creative way to do it? Are you going to get some Trevin photos? Are you going to write it backwards on your forehead so you see it every morning? How are you going to shrink that gonna back to booger size? And then email me what you're doing. Go to the contact form on the website. Or for those of you that I talked to already, just email me. This is my super secret way of creating accountability for you for free. You don't have to pay for it. This is like free coaching. Don't tell anyone I did it. When you send the email, it's you putting it out to the universe saying, this is what I'm going to do. This is, I'm making a promise to myself. It increases the likelihood of you doing it. So do that, I dare you. And if you can, do it now before it fades like a ripple in the water, never to return until one day, five years later, your Oasgana flares up and you think, oh, I was going to pick my one thing. Boogers! Boogers!